Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How you doing this week? I am doing pretty good. How are you? I'm all right. It's been rainy and weird like last week. I think we always talk about the weather, but last week it was was nicer. And then this week it's like cold and wet and rainy, and I'm not sure what jacket to wear in the morning anymore. So, uh, yeah, shucks, eh? Well, I guess being in the climates we are, it's like forever changing weather. So that's all we talk about. But yep. we should uh, we should not keep our guest waiting. We have a guest today. I have weather too. It's all right. We can talk about this. You know, it changes for me as well. <laughs> all right. Well, what's the weather like uh, down near Virginia Beach area? Uh, cold. It was, <laughs> and we had we had tornado last week that disrupted things for the something in the water festival. So that wasn't great. So, but well, we should, that we're okay. So. We should tell our listeners uh, this is Michael Buckby, a good friend of ours and hey. uh, friend of the show. Good to have you on, Mike. Oh, that's nice. Friend of the show. I don't think I've ever had that title before, but I like it. So, yeah, there you I'm go. Friends of the show. <laughs> Dedicated Mike, you know. Dedicated best Mike. friend of the show. On demand Mike. You know, any kind of Mike. So, <laughs> so Mike, tell us a bit about um, you know what what you're working on right now. You're you've got a business started just in the last little while. Um, you know, what are you, what are you up to these days? And maybe we can talk a bit about uh, yeah some some discussion that we were having uh, offline earlier. Yeah, so um, it's been almost a month that I've actually thought about and like since the site has launched. And, um, you know, I have a background in application and mostly web security uh, and I've done a bunch of different things in that and always been sort of dissatisfied with it. Um, a good, like maybe contextual point for this is like Vercel just announced like a bunch of new pricing for like add-ons and things for their platform. And people are really up in arms about the pricing of all this stuff. Uh, you know, they have a new like Redis that they're basically selling through Vercel and marking up through Upstash and they have like a storage one and stuff, but also in there, they had a web application firewall that they said for so web application firewall, um, only for the enterprise. You have to have the enterprise call me plan to even get mm. a, a hint of that. Um, and that has been my experience everywhere that it's not every web application that gets a web application firewall. It's not your staging environments and your dev environments and your side projects, even though those are equally hit by weird attacks and traffic and everything. Um, so that's really what we're trying to do with Wafris is develop uh, a system that um, lets you put a web application firewall on any web app that you run just by default to give you the basics of like seeing what traffic is hitting it, which is often a big problem, and then actually being able to block that traffic. Um, so that's really cool. Open source. So, and then we're going to have a bunch of add on kind of stuff to it. But that's a that's the idea. So Right. So web application okay. firewall for the masses. Yes. So yeah. All right. To paraphrase some of this too, just to you have you have a lot of you have a wealth of experience in in security and in internet security and whatnot, and you have yeah. another business that's been providing web web application firewall services in addition to working in the space for many many years, right? So yeah, this this but, for you in the stage of all this, just like yeah. you, you mentioned at the beginning, the site launched a month ago, so it's like this idea has been brewing for a long time, and then you're in a stage where now you're kind of in this go-to-market phase of like, okay, we've built some things, we have an idea, we have a plan, now we have to get out there, right? Yes, exactly. That trying to figure out, and we're still 
we're trying not to do the classic mistake of like making the whole service before we do any marketing. So the more we can get in front of people, the more we can get, you know, feedback and the more like, uh, in particular as, you know, developers who are doing marketing, the more we can marry up our marketing efforts to our development efforts and get, you know, more bites at the apple or more use out of that. We're really trying to, to push that as well. So that's amazing. I, I, uh, kudos to you for starting marketing already. Like I I definitely wouldn't have already. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you want to talk. So like, you know, if you look through your log files and any web app right now, um, you're going to see weird traffic. You're going to see IPs hitting you, scanning you, doing all sorts of stuff. And most of the time, I, I say specifically your log files because most analytics services explicitly try to filter that stuff out like Google analytics or plausible. They don't want all of that traffic because it's considered trash. You know, it's not useful to making marketing decisions. It's very useful to find out like, um, gee, we're a company that only operates in the U S and 90% of our traffic is from outside the U S that's just not whether or not it's actually directly messing you up at the moment it's certainly not great. (laughs) Something seems wrong there. Um, So being able to take an IP address and look up and just get information about it um, is something that's going to be really core to the product, but also something that's just generally useful. So that's the first thing that we've launched um, is an IP lookup service that anyone can go to and put an IPv4, IPv6 um, IP address in, and it will just, you know, give you a bunch of information about it. I think you've both seen that, like the results mm-hmm. of that and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The page is pretty cool. And and Mike also has a strong background in SEO. So I know they're essentially just putting putting things out there that you know um, can bring, you know, traffic tools, different stuff like that. So I think those are all good things. Uh, I know the topic we wanted to talk more about today too is sort of social media bits, right? Like this build in public, this type of thing. And I think you've been, you've had questions about it. You've been thinking about kind of doing it, but aren't sure if it's really for you. So yeah, talk, talk more about that. Like, what do you, what are you thinking in that area? Um, well, you know, I do think this kind of ties in. You were right. I got off topic and I apologize. No, no, it's fine. I just want to make sure we're, we're getting to the part, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, so I, I gotten off most social media for a long time, for like a year or two. Like I was, I was on Twitter, like kind of early and stuff. And that's really where I've sort of been trying to get back into mostly because there's other developers there. And, um, you know, it's a nice place to get some interactions. And so, you know, as I've been building this IP lookup tool, um, and this isn't, this isn't specific to it, but I think to all my projects that have been successful, the thing that makes them successful is, you know, getting done with a version of it and then not being satisfied with that and putting it out for feedback. And mm-hmm. that's a very easy way, I think, to engage with a community. And, you know, if you look at my my Twitter feed, you'll see there's a lot of screenshots of this and a lot of early versions of this and a lot of like, oh, here's a thing I was just doing. And that's a very comfortable way for me to engage with that stuff. Like, I'm not real comfortable, like, I don't know, like just spamming people. Like, I don't want to be that guy. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, I do think it's nice to to share. And we're seeing a lot of traffic because the site is so early, there is not significant organic traffic to it at the moment. 
So right now, the leading driver of, you know, signups to our wait list, people using it, people like just getting familiar with us is through Twitter at the moment. So That's right. Cool. So like, is that is that mostly um, screenshots of your product as you're developing it? Or is it like you're asking like polls or um, how does that look? Uh, It's a mix of stuff. And sometimes, you know, I think people like to see things that are tangible, like Mm. that. That's just a. it's a lot easier to get feedback on. Is this nice? Is this not nice? You know, yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, everyone, everyone loves to have an opinion too, right? Yeah. Everyone, everyone has lots of opinions. Uh, <laughs> but, you Especially know, on Twitter. <laughs> Stuff they wouldn't say out loud to other people. I think they would easily say on Twitter. <laughs> but I, I do think, so something, um, I think it was yesterday I put up. Um, so, with the IP lookup, a lot of people are checking it out. Most people don't have an IP address at their fingertips that I'm like, hey, I'm going to put this in to, to check something and to actually see like what the results are. Um, so we it already pre-populates with your IP address, but something that I've seen some other tools do, like um, Qualsys has an SSL labs test that's really widely known. Mm-hmm. Something they do is they have a, a checkbox that says like, hey, don't include me in your public results. And if you leave that unchecked on the homepage where you put in a domain to get your, your SSL checked, it just has lists of like, oh, here's the other things people were checking and the scores to give you like a little sense of that. Um, and I asked like, hey, did, would anyone actually care if we didn't have that checkbox? And, and hundreds of people saw it. No one really had a response other than uh, our friend Mateus who said, oh, that'd be cool. But, you know, even that is an indicator of like, this is not a hot button issue of like people are going to flip out, you know, one way or the other. Like there's still some signal coming back to me before I've spent any time like trying to implement this. And so hopefully I'm gaining some efficiencies there. Um, Hopefully getting feedback along the way. But is is also part of this also that the community becomes aware of your product too, right? Like I know you're getting feedback and that shortens your development cycle. So you're not having to waste time building things people don't want. But is it also just, you know, people kind of understanding that, hey, Mike's over here building this thing and it kind of does this and, you know, getting to know you? Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely part of it. Um, I think, you know, Josh, I think you and I were, were talking and it was sort of about where in the sequence of things um, the, uh, like there's many, many marketing channels and demand channels, right? Mm-hmm. Where in the sequence of things does this make sense to do? And I really think the earlier you are, the more sense it makes where hopefully, you know, hopefully, <laughs> you know, my, my meager social media efforts are eclipsed pretty quickly with organic search or other channels through partners or something else that makes it just seem like I need to not waste time on that. Um, because you know, the return from it isn't there, but I think it's, um, it's a really good thing. Another aspect of this, you know, we're talking about Twitter as a platform, but I, I, I'm in a lot of like, um, public Slack groups, like we're in one together, but I'm in some other big ones that are like for marketing or for like Mm -hmm. DevOps and different things. And I don't know if those are generally classified as like social media, maybe they aren't broadcast social media, but I've gotten a ton of feedback from those as well. And oftentimes like much more, much more in-depth feedback. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really do think that's an aspect of building in public and being able to, um, so I'll just call it one. A big one is uh, OG, 
which is the big marketing uh, Slack, like 50,000 people or something were signed up at some point with it. Um, and I asked in there like, hey, is there more stuff I could add to this page that would make it you know, better for SEO? And I got a tremendous response from uh, one person who was just like, went through and said, like very critical, um, but very pointed and useful responses. Um, more than just like a thumbs up or a thumbs down of like, have you considered this? Have you done that? This is really weak in how you've positioned it. Um, and I, I mean, I wouldn't really consider that one social media as much just because like the benefit of the doing the ones in Twitter is honestly other people seeing the replies, getting the, the broader network effects of people having an open public conversation. Like a person in the community, they might give great feedback and that's yeah. fine if that's where you want feedback from. But the if you are interested in the social media aspect, I think it makes sense to just like doing what you're doing. And I think there's still an alignment of you're not going to get all of the things. Like yeah. you might get some feedback, you might get some amplification and awareness, you might get some conversations. But if if part of I think the best build in public ones do it like you're right when they're I wouldn't say necessarily early, but when they're doing something interesting and building a story, right? So, yeah. so that could be at different parts in the journey, but for you, it's like, Hey, you're thinking about these things and you're building it. So, Hey, I might want, if I talk about it a bit on social media, giving daily updates or giving whatever we're working on. And that's the reason people want to follow and engage. It's like, Hey, I'm building a open source, like whatever, follow me as I go along. And that's, that's the curiosity hook that people are want to just kind of be engaged with and see and watch watch it unfold, right? Um, so, but that's if you're comfortable sharing it, right? And that's I think all the big ones that have uh, everyone likes to watch the little you know dollar meters or the different things. Everyone's just trying to get like, hey, I want to see what it's like from the ground up and see this story and follow this guy as they go. Um, it's like the what's the picture guy like the one second a day picture, like all those types of things. It's the same, I think, level of interest. And if there's a crossover with what could be interesting to other people that match your marketing circles and you're using the output of the stuff you're doing, like you're not writing articles just for the sake of writing articles, right? Like, I think yeah. that's where the alignment happens. Yeah, I don't know how much and maybe this is just my own fuzziness and all of this, but like the blur in my mind between like building public versus like having a social media following versus people following you for not so much the product or they have the pains that the product solves, but because mm -hmm. it's like one thing, you know, like, um, you know, I make jokes about chat GPT or, you know, my, <laughs> my son feeding ducks or something like those mm -hmm. aren't, those aren't terribly on like, well, they, they don't fit in a sales cycle, you know, is what and they don't have to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that does lend to the whole narrative though, because it's showing that you're a real person, right? It's like, this is me, Mike. And like, I'm building this cool thing. Um, so, you know, kind of see what I'm up to, follow me on my journey, whether or not that converts into paying customers. I think that's maybe a, a up for discussion. Uh, but definitely right. there, there does but, seem to but, be an interest for that sort of thing, right? I mean, I think those are the ones that people see that do well. And I think you're right there. I think there's a strong distinction. And this is what I feel like a lot of people get, I would say, tie up on or aren't, aren't, 
aren't sure. There is an element of audience building. And I know to some people, audience building is a dirty word, <laughs> but um, the reality is it's like, it's like you're on a stage and you're entertaining people and just think of it as you're providing some level of entertainment. And if it's them watching you like clean a bathroom and like do repairs, like that's what it is. And you're building an audience and they, they may or may not want to interact with you, right? It's their choice. They might be happy just popping popcorn and sitting there watching you, you know, clean a toilet, whatever it is. <laughs> but the, I think the challenge is like the other ones you mentioned, uh, the Slack groups and the communities. And I think community is different. And some, especially on social media, it gets intertwined because I think yeah. you're on there really more for community. I mean, we've stayed in touch over years because of that. Like if you, you know, got off Twitter at any point, you know, and we didn't reconnect a few years ago, like, yeah. I don't know how I would have stayed connected with you. Right? That's that kind of, that was, but it was more networking than it was audience and, and that type of thing. And that's, that's the play that I think where people get really frustrated in, uh, if you're expecting one and getting the other or vice versa, um, or you have to kind of just define what you are there to actually do or not. Well, I, I think there's maybe an, like almost like an exchange rate, you know, depending upon mm -hmm. what you're working on and your idea and like how generally applicable it is and like how, you know, um, there's a guy on, on YouTube, which I'm going to count as social media. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys do, but, um, his name is cash Jordan and he does like New York city apartment tours. Like he's a real estate mm -hmm. guy. Um, right. I'm not moving to New York. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to get an apartment there, but he is so genuinely engaging and he like shows the neighborhood and like what's around it and stuff. So I'll often watch his videos just for that. Um, and, and so I, I think that's one that's like a low, a not great exchange rate for him possibly. I, I I don't know. Yeah. I, Josh, I, I know you have, at least my, my perception is potentially wrong, but my perception of you is like, you have made some really deliberate strides to like engage better on social media, like sort of set out like, Hey, I want, I want to have, you know, more of an audience. I want to, you know, interact more. Do you consider that building in public or do you consider that doing something else? Like, um, it's an element of it, but my mine was a little different. So mine was just sharing like past stories. So it's not, it's, if you look at it in the spectrum, it's not, I'm not telling people what I'm doing every day for the most part. I'm not saying here are my plans. Here's what I'm building. Here's what I just built. Like, it's not about that. Um, and honestly, the things that I'm working on day to day aren't appropriate for social media. Like it's more of like, yeah. Hey, I had an employee leave or, Hey, I'm doing this type of stuff. It's, one, it's not interesting. Two, no one cares about it from my perspective because there's just really not enough people that are going to uh, I don't, <laughs> sound funny, but empathize with my side of the fence on that. If I go on their social media talking about what it's like to be a CEO, it's like like no one cares. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the masses don't. Um, but what they do care about is how I got there. So it's like how I built this, right? So it's sometimes if I'm talking about that stuff and if people are interested in what I'm doing, as a person, what I stand for, how I build the business. And honestly, it was never meant to be a marketing channel. It was mostly meant to be an experiment to just yeah. see, to try this out. And I do want to do it more for referral rock and marketing, but I haven't gotten there. So it's sort of when I, when I started all that was like, you see all these people doing it. And I was like, okay, I can see this being a thing. How can I get in that mode? Or what is, what does it actually take to get some engagement? And 
understand the distinction between community and audience and how to interact with people like in a way that sort of paints a picture. Um, yeah. I, I guess I was mostly looking at it with admiration that like you said, and maybe this is like something, an episode you had a while back was on bets doing like the marketing mm -hmm. bets. And there was that book like that's something that um, Ryan Castillo, my co-founder and I have adopted recently um, is trying to think in those terms a little bit. Um, and so Twitter has been one of those like, Hey, can we, can we generate some interest and traffic on this? Um, and you know, like was like I was saying, Josh, I, I just really admired how you were able to, you know, yeah, it's an experiment. And so you put some parameters on it, you did some stuff and like see the results and then take an action. I, I'd be, I'd be interested to hear what both of you think, both as like developers and marketers and people on social media. What, what should I be doing for, for Wafris to try to promote this on social media? Like, is it interesting doing screenshots and stuff? Should I put out like, here's my plan for today. And then like, five o'clock rolls around be like, oh, I didn't make it. You know, like, is that good? <laughs> or like, what, what do you think I should do? Hmm. Well, I think, I think there's a couple of ways you could go with it. Like there's different flavors of um, talking about what you're up to. Um, like, I think the, the screenshots are super helpful, especially if it's some screen that I've never seen before. Like uh, your, your IP lookup tool is like really cool. I was like, first I saw the screen clip of that and I was like, okay, I've got to try this and, you know, check it out. Um, yeah, I think that's a great way to kind of get people to know what's going on and understand your story. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, just telling people what you're up to on a regular basis and keeping it honest, um, like not to project, you know, that everything is awesome and I'm amazing, but just like, hey, this is what I'm up to and keep it real. Yeah, I think I agree. I think so. I do think that there is a there there with what you're doing in terms of doing things in public, the the question is how much energy does it take you, right? So like in that best sort of thing, and I feel like you're doing the cycles. It's a matter of time. How much does it take you to kind of package those into something that fits well in social media? So I do think there is a, it's not just like a, I'm going to build in public and here's my stream of consciousness and every screenshot I'm working on. Like it's still, you still need to do an element of storytelling and also has to be like not, I would say not overly done in the feed, not just like here's 10 things a day of 10 screenshots, because that's not enough to tell the story. Like a person, I think for the most part, the stuff that's going to get engagement is you want to watch, you want to sit and watch maybe like the New York apartment guy. It's like a 10 minute video. So if I am going to take the time or maybe it comes out once a week, there is some repetition and, 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 uh, like what they can expect out of it. And I think that's like where your combination could come into play. It's like, all right, on a weekly basis, I know you're a routine guy with a lot of things. It's like you do numbers, you do these different things. And it should be like, okay, what's the story I'm telling that what we did last week? Or here's the story of what I did and now I'd like some feedback. And it's like, if it is a thread, you know, so not everyone likes threads. I think threads are better because they oftentimes for this type of thing can tell a full cohesive story. Yeah. Um, and I think you could be doing this on, let's say it's a weekly basis and it, maybe it starts out that way. Could you do it in a little lift where you just put a few ideas as you're working and then when you have to do it, you're like, okay, I have these 10 things. Let me just take the next hour and combine it into something that tells a bit of what we were doing in the past week. And I'm just using a week as an example. Um, yeah. Um, but your profile has to align with that too. Like I'm looking at your profile. It's sort of like, hey, I'm building X. We're doing this for Y and here's our stories. Like 
And so someone knows exactly what they're expecting. And then in between, you're engaging with different people at like in those different, in different like other comments and, and ask and just, so when people see you say something interesting about security or about something dev or, Hey, we're working on that too. Here's a link to that. It just draws people in like little tentacles throughout the story that just like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm related to that too. And I think that's all those things kind of working together in a routine, uh, I think that's what it ends up and people go through different angles, like building it from a dollar standpoint, you could make a goal of like, yeah. Hey, I want to get 500 installs. Like, and here's how we're doing it. Like, that's interesting. Like, how did they do it? You know? And, and how is their progress? And every week it kind of updates that. So you're like, build the story in reverse and then like break it up into chapters. Um, yeah. Do you guys follow Justin Jackson on Twitter? Like, like just mention like a technique, like something he's done, like he's redoing his studio and um, he just keeps adding on to this thread, like as he does more and more stuff to it. And so it keeps like resurfacing in my feed and it's kind of cool for that. I, yeah. I'm not a big believer in adding on to existing threads. Um, well, it but... resurfaces it. So I don't know. It might, I don't know. I'm, I'm open to all sorts of techniques and things, but <laughs> I, I guess it depends on your goal, right? Like, so yeah. for me, if it's something, let's say I'm following Justin and he's doing that and I'm really not interested in it, it's going to cause me to unfollow that one because it keeps bubbling up yeah. and it's something I'm not interested in. But if I'm interested in hearing what's new and here's the thing that I'm like, that I engage with or I ask questions with or whatever, it's very fresh. It's very on that. And also, honestly, I think it's better for the algorithm versus like continuing to add to one thing. And maybe, maybe there's a big storyline you have. Maybe that's your master pinned one that is just like every weekly update gets added to that as like a, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was so I think you could potentially do that, mm -hmm. but maybe you're adding it like on a Wednesday and the original one's coming out on a Monday. So it's not like, wait, didn't I just see this? Why does this guy keep, now it feels like you're retweeting and it feels like you're engagement hacking me. So I don't know. It's that's, yeah. that's my opinion. Hmm. Well, I've got, as I say, I've got like 10 of these sort of similar things to IP look of these like content engineering projects. Um, hmm. Like that's a really big part of what we're trying to do. And part of the, some of that is just a lot of this data is locked away. So if we're able to push mm -hmm. it out so people can use it, like that's just a helpful thing. And we, the hope is like, if we can be helpful to people, then they'll like us and they'll, they'll try our stuff. Um, so, but like, how is the building? How do you, cause that's like, you're telling marketing stories. If it's like, I have, you have 10, per, 10 tools you want to build and you're going to tell those stories. And that's interesting, but is it, like to a developer, is that interesting, right? Or are you just really, because if the people, your key audience are more developers, not yeah. necessarily indie hackers that are trying to like learn some marketing, like, I don't know, is that your audience, right? So that that's where that crossover needs to be refined. So your story, stories you're telling need to be aligned with the people. The best ones that, that I see work and build in public are the ones where the indie hackers are essentially also customers. So it's a self-fulfilling, like I can talk about the same stuff every day, but these people are also going to be potentially using my services. So it's sort of a dual feed uh, of things where those concentric, concentric circles sort of cross over. But I don't know, like, I don't know if a lot of indie hackers, if that's who you want, or if, uh, 
it depends on kind of what you're what you're trying to get. Yeah, it's very well, this is the this is the early stage thing. Like right now, mm-hmm. we take we talk to anybody. Like happy to talk to anybody. <laughs> um, and I think you know as as it goes on more and more, I think we'll hone in more on like who is exactly the right person to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's not like it ever is bad. I, I look at this stuff in terms of like marketing efficiency. You know, like mm-hmm. what is the is this the best? Like, is it better I just like put out another blog post, or is it better I take you know five hours this week to put more stuff up on Twitter or something. I mean, if it isn't enjoyment, if it isn't enjoyable to you and there's not alignment, then maybe it is better to just like work on blog posts and things like that, that you, that you know, and can scale. Cause otherwise it's, and I have to get, you have to spend the time engaging too, right. In the audience and these types of things to, to kind of get people, like when people respond, you want to be back there and like it and respond back and answer questions and things like that. So it does, you know, pull you in as well. And if that's not enjoyable to you, right? Like you have to kind of think of, is the juice worth the squeeze, so to speak? Yeah, it's. Well, and also, also is like, does it actually work? Like maybe there are a lot of people engaging, but does that result in the result that you want? Like, is that resulting in people coming to your site or, you know, knowing more about your service, those kinds of things? Well, definitely. I mean, just looking at like the analytics so far, the biggest driver has been, you know, Twitter. So, I mean, yes. You have enough friends in dev that I feel like when, yeah, that, that, that it does drive it, uh, some interest, I think. Right. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, anything and else? It just depends on how much time you want to commit to it or how yeah. much, how much energy does that really take? Cause there's other people in our, in our groups and different things that have, you know, higher engagement, bigger, they're, they're more community than audience. So they have, they engage, they actually enjoy being on Twitter, doing all the things. Like I enjoy being on Twitter, but not probably as much as a lot of people. And just depends on where you are in that. I feel like engagement spectrum. Um, and it's, it's interesting because there are people that I think have, good followings, but then they like, are they going to engage back with you? And, and, or how do you extend your other friendships and engagement? Like, and does that feel right to you? Right. That's the other part is like some people, it does it feel icky or do I feel like I'm just doing this just so people get clicks to my, to my thing. Right. So then that starts to feel inauthentic to you. So that's, that's more my question to yeah. you. Do you, you, I think, you know what it would take to do it and really, more of the question is, do you want to? Does that, does that, you, there could be juice there, but there's also juice everywhere for you. Yeah. Mostly, you know, what I like most about Twitter is that is like following weird people who are outside of my business spectrum stuff. Like one mm-hmm. of my favorite groups to follow on Twitter is character artists, like people like, you know, coming up with video game characters because they have incredible stuff they're designing and things. So that's nothing to do, you know. It's hard to, you know. There's no so that's, but that's that. your, your, what you're interested in versus what yeah. you're doing as an interesting. And if there's not a lot of crossover, it maybe it means you're doing a separate profile to follow the stuff and engaging with yeah, the maybe. stuff that, you know, your entertainment side versus your, like your creator maker side. So, um, and it feels like you could do it, but that's, that's more of 
And I think that's what's hard for people. They don't want to decouple those things. It's like, okay, because if I started following you for this and then all of a sudden you're, you know, I'm talking about security and I'm talking about building a SaaS and all this stuff, or you're yeah. talking about that and I'm following you, but then you start liking and commenting on video game stuff. I'm going to be like, that's not why I signed up to follow Mike. So now yeah. I'm going to, now I'm going to unfollow or mute or whatever. Unless it's cat, but that's the sacrifice. Universal. What's that? Unless it's cat photos. I think those are universal. You can just put those on any account. Okay. I'll try that. We'll see what happens. This is a new experiment. I'm making a bet. So, <laughs> <laughs> But have you looked also at the bigger bet though, of just like whether or not social media is the, the marketing bet, you know, kind of to put parameters on that. Because like, I know, I know you are quite talented at other areas of marketing too. And so like to know, is it worth the time, right? Um, I, I would say for right now, it is 100% hmm. worth the time on the feedback side, if nothing else, like hmm. no signups, okay. but just to get like more eyes on this and to get out of my own head with stuff. Um, and that's very easy, especially with the stuff I'm working on to like share, you know, what it is and, and things. Um, so I, I think that's good. Um, and, and so, you know, that that's an easy one. I think it's more as it goes on, like, yeah, people get bored with whatever I'm doing <laughs> or something else, but we'll see. So, yeah. yeah, it's also like true as the product stabilizes, like once you've built out your product, right, there's less new and exciting things. You kind of turn into a Josh sort of phase where it's, you know, keeping the ship afloat and it's a little bit different. I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have challenges too. They're just very different. Yeah, it's but that 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 is hard though. That is like again those trade offs of what you do on social media. Just like I, a lot of people, I think originally like social media because they can just it's a release valve. It's like they can talk about whatever they can rant, they can do whatever. You're not probably going to get a lot of followers for if you're, all you're going to do is rant about stuff <laughs> and like, mm -hmm. um, and you can, I think all of these, whether it's cat photos, whether it's like, you know, other interests, sports teams, like, I think it's fine for people to show their, their other human side. But if, if people are, you have, you have to make that trade off if you want to probably really make more of a public thing or in, in that style, in that massive build in public style. But if you just want community and you want to make friends, like, I think that's fine too. And, but that's, it's a different, it's a different game to play and, or maybe it's not a game. It's just sort of like what, what you're interested in doing. Well, I, I think this has been very helpful. Just as a clarifying exercise to have this conversation to say, okay, I need to figure out like a clear reason for people to follow me, which I don't know if I really have, or at least not, I, at least I'm not thinking about it that way explicitly. It's much more just like random, like here's what I'm doing right now. Um, you know, so I think at least, you know, and that, that feels okay to me in, in terms of like, that feels honest. And that feels like, you know, being like, here's why you want to follow people. Mike. This is Mike's landing page. Right. Like, yes. And if I, and I don't think I do that very well now. So that definitely seems like something I should work on. And, um, I do genuinely like the feedback. I, I really like it when people tell me like it's wrong or it looks ugly or it's confusing. Like that is so valuable that I, I definitely need to keep doing this until I think that 
until that stops being valuable. Um, so, and I like the other thing that came out of this, you didn't really mention like a cadence, Josh. I don't quite have that. I think maybe having something like that, even if it's a weekly thing, or maybe it's just like, I'm going to post one thing a day, like, you know, just to keep a hand in it. That it I don't think you necessarily have to do the one a day. I think the engagement helps more than anything to keep that up and stay relevant. Mm-hmm. But I think having, because you mentioned what's interesting is you mentioned the feedback stuff. And I think that is valuable to you, but is it valuable to the audience, right? So that's that frame of mind that is a little bit different to where if you are going to do this and you are going to have the Mike landing page of the profile and like, why should you follow Mike? But it's also, and it could be something as arbitrary, like I said, it's like, hey, follow me on my way to like a thousand installs by X date. And then you're just giving a status update once a week on the install rates. Here's the things we did last week that got an install from over here. Like that's kind of interesting. And then you also go, hey, and now so we've been, we started to talk to people from the Verisol community and da 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 da. And hey, I'm ta- I'm thinking in that area and I'm asking questions in that area. How do plugins work? How did such and such? Yeah. Hey, this code thing is weird. How does, and that's like your whole two weeks of content of like while you're working. But then it's like, here's the weekly update of where we are installs. Hey, well, it looks like we got some more from the Verso community or we got some from yeah. this Ruby community or whatever else. And that's, in, but the reason why they're following you is keeping up with that. And just now I'm just like dribbling along as all, as Mike bumbles around the internet, but here's <laughs> pulling back to like the main, the main storyline, right? Like these are side quests and it's like, where's the main storyline going? You don't play Zelda to just wander around. Well, you do, but <laughs> there still is an end game. I do. You did describe it accurately as Bumble, though, because that's where I'm at. I'm just like, hey, let's try this thing. So, that's it. But it's great. Like, I think that's your personality. And that's the stuff that where that alignment of how you like to interact and where you like to go. But the thing is, then it's like, OK, but if you bumble too far into video game land and yeah. uh, art land or some other things, it's OK. Just probably don't comment and like things to pull that into your feed of the people that's like, okay, Mike went way off the reservation. That's okay. He just doesn't have to pull it into his feed by liking or replying there. But if you want to do that, right? So that's like that trade-off you might have to make to be in more of an audience mode. Yeah. No, you're right. This is good. So, okay. Cool. Well, I think we got some uh, good stuff out of this. We have any uh, any other points we wanted to talk about yet? I'm I'm good. So this all right. Great. Well, I'm, thank you so much for coming well, on today, Mike. I was going to say thank you for having me. This is good. So nice. No, this was fun. I'm glad you talked about these things. And you know, oftentimes these would start little more fun conversations, mostly because uh, either Nate has opinions or I might have opinions, and it's just too much to just type out. We're like, you know what? Let's just talk about it. It's kind of <laughs> fun to just talk to people and. Go round and round and and contradict our own statements that we started with, but that's that's the fun. We yeah. never contradict. What are you talking yeah. about? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at Nate Bosher, and Josh is at J Logic. If you're a new listener. Uh, check out some of our most popular episodes, episode 52, 7 years to 22 MRR and zombie startups, or episode 30, review sites are a necessary evil and hacks to get around them. Thanks again.